0: Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 115 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The Law of Attraction and You're changing your energy, but are you protecting it? This post was, well, not post, podcast was inspired by a recent trip I had to a meditation course that I've attended many times in the past. This course is very intense. It's not a getaway, recharge, feel-good type thing. It's 10 days of silence, several hours of meditation. So by silence, no talking at all. Nobody's talking. The idea is to cultivate an environment where you feel like you're working, you know, by yourself. No internet, no phone, no reading, no writing, nothing. The whole idea is just to be with you and your thoughts, calm your mind, don't distract it. It's very challenging, but very beneficial. So I subject myself to this environment, even though sometimes it feels like torture, because I do see the immense value I get from it, not just in the immediate term, but in the long term as well. I feel like there are permanent changes I make each time that I go. So in this environment, one thing that really becomes super, super glaringly obvious is how much our energy is influenced by things outside of us and how important it is to protect our energy as best we can. Because what happens is we do all these wonderful things to try to change our energy and our focus, right? We try to think positively. We do affirmations. We make vision boards. We do this. We do that. And it's great. It's wonderful that we're trying to do this. But without protecting this energy we're trying to cultivate – That effort is is not going to bear very much fruit without protecting our energy as best we can from these various assaults on it. We will constantly undermine and erode all of this work we're doing to to change our energy to, you know, raise our vibration and what have you. Now. This environment, right? No talking, no nothing. It was very easy to achieve a quiet, calm mind. It was very easy to build momentum behind energies and beliefs that I I really wanted to solidify because I wasn't encountering anything that was getting in the way of doing this. I wasn't hearing anything or seeing anything that was making me mad, anxious, sad, angry, depressed, fearful. I wasn't verbalizing anything negative, I wasn't complaining or, you know, talking any bullshit. I didn't have to listen to other people's bullshit, whether it was being negative or annoying or whatever. So obviously this environment is not typical though. And as I got back into the world, you start talking again, your head starts filling up with information. You hear things, you see things. That's just life. I accept that I might not be able to maintain that level of stillness and calmness internally in the world as when I'm completely removed from it. Essentially, i I'd make peace with that, but just because we can't totally shield ourselves from all of these things, it doesn't mean that we can't make a real effort to try. We can do it a lot more than we think we can. It just requires us to be more conscious of what's affecting our energy. It requires us to be more conscious of, you know, the different ways that We feel we're being affected negatively and paying more attention to how things outside of us are affecting us. And with that knowledge, we can then make changes that will benefit us, that will help us protect and nurture this vibration, this energy that we're working to achieve so we can see positive change in our life. A lot of times we blame all these external factors for our negativity. And again, we can't totally shield ourselves from all of that. I get that. I'm a a person in this world too. But we can do a lot more about it than we think. The problem is though, the challenge will be though, doing this will sometimes involve you doing uncomfortable things, making changes that might not feel very comfortable to you, but ultimately they're going to benefit you. You have to give yourself permission to make these choices. You have to be willing to do stuff that might not feel super comfortable, that might feel challenging. You know, we're so complicit in this assault on our energy much of the time, and we don't realize that we can do something about it because of deeply ingrained patterns and and all of these things, but we can. So you have to not just try to change the energy, but protect this new energy you're working on cultivating, because so many things could pick at it and pick apart at it and bring it down. And you have to see in what ways you can prevent that. Again, you might not be able to prevent it totally. In that environment I was in, it was very easy because there was no talking, there was no nothing. I just was able to be in that higher energy, again, without anything challenging it. So we're gonna have things that challenge it if we're existing in the world, if we're choosing to live a worldly life, which I imagine most of us are not, you know, the, the majority of us aren't, you know, gurus living in caves and, and all of that stuff, right? So where can you protect your energy more? It's hard to nurture a higher vibration when, if the first thing you do in the morning is go online or go on the TV and watch news, and the first thing you're exposing yourself to is all this doom and gloom and you start your day feeling anxious and angry and pissed off and fearful about the state of the world or particular issues that maybe you, you care about personally. That energy, it's going to be hard to stabilize it if that's the kind of stuff you're doing and you have that sort of reaction to it. If you're someone that can watch the news and it, it's, you have this enlightened view and you can just watch it in this neutral state, yeah, then go for it. But most of us, we can't do that. It creates very strong emotions. It's hard to nurture and stabilize and protect that higher vibration if your life is very stressful and you're not doing anything to manage that stress. Again, that higher energy, it's just, it just can't, it can't stabilize. It can't build any momentum because you're going to get sucked into feeling stressful and blaming all these things for why you're stressed out and you're going to continue making the excuses of why you don't have time to do things that are going to make you feel better. Good luck changing that energy. Social media is another... Example. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things for people these days, because it's everywhere. Everyone, most people have social media. I see value in it personally and professionally, but I think the negatives of it far, far, far outweigh the positives of it. And I do not engage in it in a way that makes me feel badly. So that's another thing to think about with social media. I don't know how many times I hear people complain about seeing this and that on it. It's like, then why are you looking at it? Don't follow people that make you angry or make you feel badly about your body or talk, you know, talk about politics and other sensitive topics that get people very riled up and angry. You're not required to be on Facebook. You're not required to have an Instagram account. Again, I see value in these things. So I, it's, I, I get why people have these accounts. I, I don't have Instagram, but I have you know social media, my business and different things. Again, I, I get the value of it. I think there's value in positive aspects, but the negative, again, I think far, far outweigh it. And we have to Except that social media and other forms of technology, we're probably not going to go totally backwards and abandon all of these things. They're very deeply ingrained into the fabric of our lives now. So we have to find a way to use them that, you know, doesn't, you know, damage our mental health and our our self-worth and is constantly creating all this negativity within us. Again, you're not required to use these platforms. If you want to use them and you see value, great. But in what ways are they making you feel badly? How could you tweak that? Again, you don't have to follow people that you don't like. You don't have to look at their stuff. You can unfollow them in Facebook. You don't even have to unfriend them. If you're worried about hurting people's feelings, you can just unfollow them. You don't need, you know, Twitter, all these things. It's like just... Think about, you know, if this is negatively impacting your life, but you don't see yourself actually not using it forever, that's fine. But how could you engage in it in a way that protects your energy more, that protects your your mental well-being and your whatever, right? So we have to really think about in our lives, in what ways are we eroding our energetic transformation In what ways are we undermining this work that we're doing to change our energy and we all have our stuff we could i i'm sure i i know i do too we all have things we're doing that we know are not probably helping where how can we change that it might be like i said before you have to find a way to manage your stress no more sitting there complaining about how stressful your life is and and not doing a damn thing about it to fix it if you really find social media is negatively impacting you, you have to spend less time on it. That's really your only option probably. Or really change who you're following and the type of content that, that shows up in your feed. If you have dysfunctional relationships with people and like messed up dynamics with people, what what can you do about that? You probably need to set some boundaries with people. If you're overextended with commitments You're going to have to learn to say no. And if people don't like you for it, well, you're going to have to learn to accept it, right? Because a lot of the stuff that's the problem, it's usually going to involve other people in some way. And we're uncomfortable with saying no and standing up for ourselves and setting boundaries and seeming selfish or mean or this or that. But you know what? Sometimes that's what's going to be required of you. And... If you're going to choose to engage with people in a way that doesn't feel good to you because you're too uncomfortable to speak up or social convention doesn't dictate your kind of behavior or whatever it is, that's fine. But then at least own it and say you're choosing to do this thing you don't want to do because then at least... There, a layer of suffering will be removed when that gets piled on, when we think we're being manipulated, victimized, forced to do stuff we don't want to do, blah, blah, blah. That makes it more painful. It won't be as painful if you're saying, I'm choosing to do this thing I don't want to do because I'm too uncomfortable to, again, speak up for myself, say no, say what's really on my mind, etc., So how can you protect your vibration? It's something you want to really try to be fierce and like ruthless about it, like really, really trying. There's lots of ways that it affects us because I think this is a part of the energetic transformation process that we really miss. We put so much focus on trying to change our energy by changing our limiting beliefs and and focusing our attention in in helpful ways through the use of different tools like affirmations and vision boards. again, all this stuff is wonderful, but then we're not protecting the energy and then we're wondering why we can't stay in this vibration more consistently. We're wondering why we're still struggling to let go of the limiting beliefs and et cetera. And one of the big reasons is we're not protecting the energy. We keep exposing ourselves to things that reinforce the limiting beliefs. We keep putting ourselves in situations where the uh, bad things we think about ourselves keep getting reinforced and mirrored back to us. And then we can't really, we really struggle to change our image of ourselves. We don't manage our stress. We don't prioritize our well being mentally, physically, and emotionally. And again, all of that is going to erode all your efforts at trying to be more positive and develop this new belief system. It's, it just, it's something that it seems so obvious, but we really, a lot of times overlook it because we're so deeply ingrained in our patterns and our day-to-day life. We're not even really paying attention to how all these things outside of us are affecting us and it's significant, the impact on it. Whether it's the news or social media or the type of television shows you watch or the type of conversations you have, um, we get sucked un- We get sucked into people sh- other people's shit, not realizing, like, we don't have to do that. If someone tries to argue with you and pick a fight with you, you don't have to engage. My husband, Ryan, he does it to me all the time. I don't pick fights with him, but I can get riled up and mad about things, and then and he's just like, okay. And he's not dismissing my feelings, but he's not going to get sucked into it. And I find myself getting mad, not because I want him to fight with me, but because I'm super jealous that he can be so calm all the time. And I'm not always like that. So it's just... It's so, so important to see, not just work on the positivity and all of, yeah, that's important, but you also have to think of this other part of the equation that's just as important, maybe even more important, is protecting your energy from all the things that make it hard to make those transformations, that make it hard to make these new perspectives and beliefs really stick to the point where, like, they're actually becoming your own perspectives and beliefs. So you're trying to change your energy. Awesome. But are you protecting it? How are you faring on that front? Do you need to make some tweaks there? Start paying more attention to things that make you feel badly, that trigger you, that make you feel like it's harder to believe the things that you're trying to believe to improve your life. And when you start doing that and you start protecting the energy, not just trying to change it and be positive so you can get what you want, but actually really change your energy in a meaningful way, you'll find that it's much easier. That part, of, that part of the equation, the changing of it and trying to shift in all these different ways, it will be much, much easier when you're protecting it from all of the things that undermine and erode that, that make it harder to do it. So think about that today. Are you protecting your energy sufficiently? And if not, which I say, I probably all of us would probably say, no. There's all we all have improvements to make in this area. Honestly, assess this, and then see what you could do to to make a change. Even a small change at first can make a big difference. You know, you don't need to, you know, make these drastic changes. You don't need to just, you know, withdraw from the world and, and devote every free second of your time to your personal growth and inner transformation but if you're serious about harnessing the power of this universal law the law of attraction then this is going to be something that's you know going to have to be part of your process something you're going to have to be willing to do and and devote your time to and it's it's worth it a lot of some of these changes at first they might seem hard your ego might be really resistant to them but ultimately they're going to be very very beneficial because you're going to start feeling better probably immediately Even if you're still have some shifts you need to make, even if you still don't have what you want, I know our minds convinced it's not possible to feel better unless we have it yet. It's not true though. You'll be able, you'll start feeling better immediately. And that overall vibrational boost will be very beneficial in all areas of your life. So again, think about that today. Are you protecting your energy sufficiently? And if you don't think so, in what ways specifically do you think you could and start making those changes. It'll be worth it, even if it's not easy at first. Okay, that's it. Have a great day or night and happy manifesting.